I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome, welcome to a real first, ladies, first live recording in front of a live audience of Glamour's wildly successful uh, podcast, Mm -hmm. Uh, Glamour Hey It's Okay. For regular listeners, we debate certain things that don't really matter that much, but we get very impassioned about them anyway. Today, my (gasps) guests on the podcast are the wonderful Laura Jackson and Alice Levine. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Now... You guys, um, you met at a charity jumble sale, which then, I'm just going to quickly tell the story, which then is sort of like they bonded over their mutual foodie obsession, and that's launched a whole other business apart from your sort of like radio and television careers, hasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, so we don't like to talk about our charity work, Joe. Um, <laughs> but we were um, obviously making loads of money for Oxfam. Um, yeah. We'll probably get a blue plaque. Or but that's not actually you. true, was it? Because you were definitely <laughs> stuffing things in your bag and not paying for them, so... Um, I mean, that's... I've heard that about you. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we found some gems and we yeah. bonded over... I think it was a, a cat blouse and a pair of dungarees, yeah. the way all great friendships are made. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we just... Started talking about food pretty much straight away. Yeah, it's, it's kind but, of. But was it a really intellectual discussion about food, or was it like, oh god, I could murder a Greg's pasty right now? <laughs> I mean, it? I do yeah. like a pasty. Oh, me too. But um, no, it was more of a, have you tried this restaurant, or do you know this is opening, or like, have you ever been here? So it was kind of more of a like excitement about what we kind of love about food and then we just kind of started we kind of like started dating each other in a non-sexual lesbian way because we'd email each other going oh have you heard about this place disappointing I know. Yeah. it was for me I was I was under really <laughs> oh Paige is that yeah. what you thought I'm so sorry I was really thrown you were like you thing. really worked hard to <laughs> slot your curves in I, that dumb green I wind up yeah. I dine up <laughs> yeah. but you never picked up the bill so that's why it didn't happen I'm a modern woman um, and I, it was kind of a bit of an accidental business because we all we wanted to do something with food and I think in radio and television we don't make the calls we don't decide whether we get a job we can go in and hope for the best but we 
don't make those decisions. So we wanted to do something that was just completely ours and we had full creative control over. And we just thought, well, we like food, let's do something with food. And we, um, we, want, we loved Grace Dent's reviews and we always used to talk about our like, favorite restaurant reviews. So we were like, well, we should maybe, I love this, we should maybe like get a column or something. We should start just writing. We yeah. should just do that. Um, so we, we thought we can't just start writing about food and then not have anything to back it up with. So we were like, let's just start like a supper club. Um, can I just ask, can you cook? Yeah. So, so that was like a fundamental box mm. ticked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So before we started, yeah. um, like Laura says, dating, we kind of cooked for each other before we started eating out in places together. Um, so yeah, we're both we're very much home cooks. We're not chefs, yeah. but we're kind of, um, it's a thing that we like to do the most outside work. Well, eat and drink in that order. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it was always going to be a challenge, but it was something that we were up for. It's not like we didn't know how to boil an egg. So yeah, yeah we had a little bit of grounding. I guess we wanted to, like, the, the premise of it was we wanted to start, we wanted to extend cooking for each other to cooking for other people. Yeah. Um, and we love the idea of the fact that, you know, your dining room table at home is like a real hub, isn't it? Like, everyone gathers around there, like, I'm sure as a family, you all eat, eat around there and talk about your day. And it's just the kind of, it's where we do all our work around a big table and we have, like, like chats about everything and we were like we just want to bring all these people around a table and the common denominator was food so we've had people like builders electricians people that work in fashion like we, we've had the, the, the most crazy mix of people and then people that have really made great friends so a girl who had a cafe in, in Bristol came she like heard about it through Instagram and there was a girl there who worked at InStyle magazine and they ended up sitting next to each other because we mixed up the table plan and um, and then this girl ended up writing a column for InStyle through their relationship and... Uh, Just a magazine that you don't need to know about. <laughs> no, sorry. At all. It's at this glamorous. No. Thanks for that. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> that is not okay. I only read glamour, though. So Other magazines glamour. are available. Yeah. I do my BBC head. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it's just been nice that relationships have completely, I don't know, they've like really grown out of just meeting straight. It's just interesting, isn't getting it? Getting drunk and eating, which yeah. is the best oh, way well, to see, That's the thing, because for the first time ever, I'm able to come to one soon. And I was yes. like, you know, is there alcohol? Oh, good, because we're going to need that. But <laughs> how, so where do you stand on, you're bringing these groups of people together for these supper clubs. Are you the kind of people, do you have no truck with, oh, I'm wheat-free, I'm, you know, oh. gluten intolerant, I'm, you know, I hate any joy in my food. Do you, yeah. How do you handle those, that kind of subsection? We pretend we haven't received that email, generally. <laughs> <laughs> we just yeah. divert that straight to junk. Um, that's really hard because I think we're both, neither of us are fussy eaters. I mean, I know there are certain dietary requirements. This is like my official spiel now. There sure. are certain dietary requirements which are completely legitimate. You don't want um, to be near me when I've had shellfish. Oh, really? That's Do you highly unpleasant. Yes. Okay, well, we have to know that. Is full anaphylactic? Uh, no, 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 I'm not going to die, but, you know, just, let's just say... It's not good. Let's it's not, not share pleasant. any more than that. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah. By, the, by the look that you're yeah. giving me right now, that you're searing <laughs> through my brain. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, no, we're, we're relatively intolerant to intolerances, actually. Yeah. If you're veggie, that's fine, but we can't start, you know, like, shaving your pistachio nuts for you and stuff like that like we can't really go that far off. is that a requirement yeah some yeah. people want their apricots like in a fan or like you know whittled into a rose shape yeah we can't do any of that we right. don't i think we just say we can't cater for dietary <laughs> requirements because we're only we're two just... people because we cook everything as well so 
in a restaurant, you've got a team and you've got a big professional kitchen, but we just do it in Laura's kitchen, so... And also, if you're, like, allergic to nuts, we can't <laughs> promise there's not going to be a nut in there. We're, <laughs> we're pretty slapdash. We might have dropped a Snickers in there, so you've got to right. be careful. Right, okay. Yeah. <gasps> Fusion experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually... I think you have to be pretty open-minded to come to a supper club. I think we, we never share our menu beforehand. So you've got to be up for being a little bit experimental. So I think that if you are a fussy eater or gluten-free or wheat-free, you wouldn't really put yourself in that but situation. How experimental? Now I'm thinking about that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where they're sort of like the, the tray comes up and there's a big monkey brain, you know. It's like, yeah, monkey brain. Yeah. Uh, so we did that That's um, my favorite. side of kale. Yeah. 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 Um, no, we... I mean, we're not that wacky, are we? We're not Heston. We don't really go in for shoes and foams and froths and um, reductions. I don't like a foam. I don't like a no. foam. Really I also don't want a jelly. The foam. Yeah. But what? What is it? Like, it what takes is it? Hours. It doesn't taste of anything. It's gone in half a second. Yeah. And that's I, usually what's floating on the on the top yeah. of um, like the waves at dodgy British beaches, yeah. isn't it? You don't want that and, sort and of scum. You know, and it contributes disproportionately to a 250 pound meal yeah what the yeah. hell yeah. i can't Where remember are you eating out well that very very fancy places yeah. okay we must no shellfish no foam for the next okay. club no foam no monkey brains yeah no no shellfish and you'll get a bit of change from 250 oh yes yeah oh i didn't realize i was paying <laughs> shit oh no. your reputation <laughs> precedes you okay all right yeah i'm a journalist too. but um I just want to quickly go back to you saying, oh, you know, when we've sort of like started quote unquote dating and we were joking about that. But in all seriousness, I think it's really weird, isn't it? When you make female friendships as you get older, there is that sort of like weird flirtation thing. Oh, I hope they like me. Sort of thing. How did you navigate that in the beginning? I, we, we, just, we just instantly got on. I think, yeah. you know, when you meet, you meet people in life, don't you? And like in all different kind of situations and you just kind of it sounds weird but you just kind of know when you're going to get on with someone I think instantly I was like oh I really like her I, I like yeah, her to be my friend I still think maybe it's I'm getting older and it's like there's still that moment where you kind of almost want to say can I be your friend you know can we be friends yeah. I, think, yeah. I, think, I think that's weird because Laura's much more forward than me I think it's fair to say like we're real chalk and cheese and I'm probably, I wouldn't say shy, but I'm defi you're definitely much better in those situations. So I think because Laura made the first move and she was like, right, let's go for a coffee, let's have lunch. Like, I think somebody needs to... Is that to your northern accent? That was my northern All accent. All right, okay. Uh, <laughs> where are you from again? Um, so yeah, I think because you did that, that makes life easier. And I think also that often you have friends where you can think, oh, I have this friend type. And Laura was like nobody that I was friends with. Like, I was kind of really drawn to her and she's really dynamic and charismatic and I was like, not that none of my friends are those <laughs> things, but she's a really different type of person to who I knew and that's really exciting, you know, when you have that like, kind of clicky mm. moment. So I think, yeah, I think if you'd not made the first move, maybe I wouldn't have, but it's good to have a, a bolshy northerner I'm clinically insane, Joe. I mean, oh, well, that helps. That <laughs> she went, sort of like uh, smooths any surfaces. Yeah. yeah. I think Alice felt sorry for me. She was like, you, like, you need some help. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you. Oh, yeah, I thought I was there in a professional capacity. I didn't realise we were just pals. <laughs> and now you're stuck with her. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Honestly yeah. you joke. Yeah. But, but when you don't answer the phone, I think it's totally fine to call her 20 times. Like, that kind of... But, but now you've got a, it. It's like a proper business now. Now you've got a book coming out, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I do kind of feel like it was an, an accidental business because when we used to speak about it when we started we would say oh this is our hobby and like we're doing this as like a bit of a passion project and then we were like oh I don't think it is that anymore I think this is like this is like proper hard work yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah this is a nightmare yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah it, it just kind of 
it just kind of escalated. And I think we kind of, it's gotten too far. It's out of control. <laughs> really Could you have. tell her that I'm not that interested yeah. anymore? I think what you need to do is just serve someone an anaphylactic <laughs> Snickers bar and the whole thing will get shut down overnight and you'll it be fine. Honestly, any yeah. day, <laughs> health and safety, they'll be around. Yeah, yeah I think, um, yeah, one day we were just cooking up some smash for someone the next minute you're on the Glamour podcast. I mean, it has yeah. definitely escalated quickly. I mean, but well, this is the dream right here, right? Yeah, 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 it's wonderful. Yeah. We, um, we uh, I think we came in at a time where there was lots of healthy eating and this whole clean food movement that which we were just never part of. We just don't eat that sort of, it's fine. What, what everyone else does in their own time when it has their opinions is cool, but it just wasn't for it, us. It's so funny you say that because backstage I, I ran into Madeline Shaw just as I opened a packet of crisps <laughs> and had a crisp in a horror room with cheese and onion. You did the comedy Salted. over the shoulder, yeah. like, okie dokie. Yeah. Grab the satsuma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. But I think it's like, they do what they do really well, but we were never part of that. And I think that as there has kind of been a bit of a shift in food movements, that because we were not part of the clean eating gang, that we kind of have become quite... It's been like a slow success, but can, I think we're... Can we call it dirty eating? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, when we Bring do back some, dirty eating. When we yeah. cook the supper club, we, our lunch is absolutely disgusting. And I was like, we should take a picture of this and like show people what we really eat. I'm like, no, we shouldn't. It's like a horrible cheese toasty, like stuffed with like mayonnaise and... Gherkins on the side. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing as a horrible cheese toasty. There really yeah. isn't. Anyway, on that note, I'm going to move us on to... I don't know how much you know about Hey, It's Okay. We run it basically in the little pod cupboard at the Glamour office, and it is like a Glamour features meeting. So we literally debate the sort of stuff, the real bullshit, quite frankly, that mm. goes into our features meetings. And, I, and Alice and Laura picked some topics with me beforehand, and the first one I want to talk about is, is it okay to embellish your CV? Oh, man. Oh, they both went very quiet. Yeah, I think it definitely is. I don't... I, I'm not sure I know anyone that hasn't embellished their CV. I think, I, I think you have to give yourself a bit of a leg up, right? Mm. I definitely oh, did sure. that when I first got to London. The first CV, that would yeah. be a crock oh shit, wouldn't it, if you didn't lie yeah. on it? Yeah. That would be yeah. so rubbish. Yeah. It'd be like, oh, I once washed my dad's car and I potentially had a Saturday job for like six months. So that's, that basically, that's like Alan Sugar, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, precisely. I can spin that. Yeah. 100%, you definitely need to be a spin doctor on it. And I think the other thing is, it's wording, isn't it? So if you did wash your dad's car, you're like, oh, I was a like, motor vehicle management assistant. That's what you I like. I think ologist is always a good... Ologist is great. Suffix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Head of yeah. is really good. Yeah. Or like communications. What does that mean? I mean, no one knows what that means. No. It's fine. Um, I, I genuinely barefaced lied on the CV that got me my first job. Do you not work at Glamour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all been a sham. Can somebody check yeah. the paperwork, please? Yeah. What it's, did you lie about? I lied about, um, ha did I have any sub-editing experience? Because this particular job was mostly writing, but they also wanted somebody who did sub-editing. And I just thought, well, how hard can that be? It's, you know, I know how to spell. Sure. It's cool. But when I, I got this job <laughs> and they were using a completely different computer system that I'd ever used. And they said, oh, have you used this before? And I had the job and I was like, yes. <laughs> And I love this system. This is my favorite kind of and system. And then I sort of, sort of sat down and 
realized very quickly, oh my God, I just, I can't <laughs> even vaguely Google. work this oh. out. So then I sort of like gave some guff, which then I'm sure everybody knew was a lie about, oh, I, I thought this was the same as our Australian system. And it's just, it's slightly different. You can't play the Australian card. I did, card. I played the Aussie card. It was like, It's oh, really right. different down under, I'm yeah. so sorry. Oh, and I also lied <laughs> about having bar experience when I got a bar job here. And it was like, somebody asked me for, um, a whiskey mac, and I'd never heard of that. So I, I I've poured, never heard of that. I poured some whiskey into a glass and handed it, and the guy <laughs> said, "Well, that's not a whiskey mac." And then I pretended that that was a different thing in Australia as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so. actually what we call it. So <laughs> in many ways, you're wrong. Enjoy your drink. I am a pathological liar. It's probably not okay. Is it? Yeah. I've done the same. It's, um, I remember when I did work experience before I'd left school, and I went to work in um, the wardrobe department of of the theatre, local theatre, when I lived in Nottingham, and um, the lady that ran it. I really didn't like me. I don't think she really liked anyone, to be fair. But um, I'd get there every day at eight, and I was really, really keen. And uh, I remember one day she was like, has that girl arrived yet? And it was 11 o'clock. I'd been there for like four hours. <laughs> and I was like, I'm here. And she was like, oh, right. Went back to what she was doing. I was like, I'm making a really good impression so far. Anyway, they'd said to me like, oh, she likes a tea at a certain time. So I was like, this is really important. This is where you can really make an impression. Get her tea right. So I made a tea, and I was making it for her every day. And I, um, I didn't drink tea at home. I remember going home and being like, Mom, how many times do you use a tea bag? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, how, like, how many times like, would you use it? And she was like, well, like what, once. How many times have you used it? I was like, I've just been putting it in a bowl and like using it for the whole week. You dirt burger. <laughs> but That's I disgusting. I, was, I didn't, it wasn't yeah. on purpose, but I suppose, you know, like count the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves. <sighs> like she got about 22 cups of tea out of that. But oh. no wonder I wasn't, to be fair, asked back to uh, visit <laughs> as a full-time member of staff. I think, that it, <laughs> I think that, that's a very, you know, as I, I know a lot of staff who, over the years who, you know, and husbands, I think, are very good at this as well, doing something badly so that they never have to do it again. <laughs> yeah. Has that worked out for you? Yeah. Oh, gosh, well, yeah. that's, it's, it's probably worked out with me on the radio, yeah. I do that quite badly. Any oh, day please. now, they'll be like, you're done. You don't. Oh, but... That's a, you must find this though in the magazine too. They're both things where if you do something badly, it's it's there for all to see or hear. Like there's no hiding behind. Oh, well, I've, that's never happened. So no, I, I can imagine. Yeah, I, I can imagine it hasn't. I can't imagine what that's yeah, like. No, it must I, be awful for you. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. But thank you for making me feel better about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm dyslexic, so my CV was probably like completely illiterate. So it was kind of. And I actually remember. I can't remember. Was it? There's a television show and they used to spray perfume on it. On, they had like a letter. So I remember giving CVs out and spraying it with perfume. I was like, well, at least it'll smell nice, even if it reads terribly. What was it, impulse? Or Probably, or, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chippy purple. Sure, just roll on some yeah. sure. People asphyxiating as they open your CVs all over town. Make yeah. it stand out. <laughs> yeah. That's what they used to say, yeah. didn't they? They'd be like, think of like interesting ways. I was like, pink paper and perfume, that's going to do it. But then it was absolutely shit. It was like, but yeah. she is a hussy, so maybe. <laughs> but it must have worked once or twice, right? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you've been working since you were nine years old. Oh, yeah. My, I'm one of five, so... I'll, <laughs> Alice always makes an awful joke when I always say that. She's like, oh. Um, but one of five, and my mum's always made me have a job. I, I did a paper round when I was about 12, and uh, it was for the free papers, and I had to put the leaflets into the papers. Then I used to have to carry around this trolley. Anyway, I was just like, this is absolutely crap. I'm not doing it anymore. So I started hiding them underneath my, um, underneath my bed, and I put them all in these suitcases, and I got home one day. My mum was in my room with the suitcase open, and she was like... <laughs> <laughs> Do, you want, do, we, do we need to talk? And I was like, um, 
I was like, I don't know. I don't know how they got in there. And like she's like, well, you put them there. Guys in the 50s pretending to go to work with their suitcase. Yes. You're like, I'm off, mum. You deprived so oh. many people of that vital local information. I know, it's awful. I know. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I had a job like that and, and it looked so glamorous. I thought it was like really easy money where you just hand out pamphlets all day. Oh, yeah, and I did great. this at, at my hometown of Sydney and um, I'll never forget. People just yelled at me all day about, <laughs> I mean, you know, it is a waste of paper. I know it is. <laughs> so after a while, I just started, I, I walked loads of streets and started like just dumping great swathes of them in the bin. And I never got another job with that agency, so I think I got caught. Yeah. Too. But isn't that what every... So, yeah. With, if you give out pamphlets, isn't that what you do? I swear everybody must dump them. Because, like... Well, that's one, what I figured. One in 800 people is taking them. So that's yeah. going to take you forever. Mm-hmm. And it was for a chemist. It was something like, you know, it was a flyer about two for one on paracetamol or something like that. So, I mean, it wasn't... Tell me more. This sounds like... Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, you know, if I... I wish I had a pamphlet. pamphlet. Exactly. Yeah. I'd learnt my lesson. <laughs> yeah. I love all those little jobs, though, when you're growing yeah. up. I think it's... Uh, it's just so fun, isn't it? The people that you get to meet and the jobs that you do. Although I did have a job at Shoreditch House once, which was the worst job ever. Which is, what was it? Uh, I worked on the door at Shoreditch House. Oh. And that was like. You were a door bitch. I was a door bitch. <laughs> I was a door bitch. But I really liked the people that I worked with. But I used to work from 4 till 4, 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. And um, there wasn't a staff room then. Does anyone work for the Soho House group, by the way? For <laughs> Do they want to give Laura a free membership before yeah, she tells yeah, yeah. the story? Yeah, don't um, get me kicked out, will you? Oh my God, yeah. It's the worst job ever. I mean, they do really nice foam there. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've heard their lobster's fantastic. <laughs> you guys, right? yeah. People would come in at like four and they'd be like, oh, darling, hi, hi. And then they'd come out and they'd be like, get me a cap now. Be like, oh, yeah, oh. I didn't realise we'd met before. But, <laughs> yeah. Actually, Joe. <laughs> oh, it's so Elvis. Yeah. Oh, you talking about it, yeah. Um, and my friend had an orange, like, she sat, she sat on the bin because we were knackered because we were working for 12 hours and they, we had to wear heels. And she sat on the bin. She got a disciplinary for sitting on the bin. They caught her on the camera. Anyway, it's the worst job ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but I got some really great stories. There was a guy that, like, worked upstairs and he used to bring me tea in a teapot, but it was wine. <laughs> Can I say all of this? No. <laughs> Publicist looking very. It's like she's getting a bit of a sweat um, uh, on in the No, but they were like they were <laughs> yeah. amazing, like amazing people. But it's just a really hard. It was a hard. All job. of those jobs are awful. I think the worst thing I ever did in that job as waitressing was that you'd be so starving at like two o'clock in the morning, and if people sort of like had a cheesecake and left it, I would eat it from the back. After it's just so grim. I remember the head waiter catching me one day saying, "You're unbelievable." I was like, "I'm so hungry." Oh. Which is probably a good point to stop talking about. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of that. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is it okay to really fuck up at work? Um, definitely. I mean, well, in those early jobs, that's all, that's all we did really, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, you were definitely finding your feet. So it was a case of... I think faking it till you make it, which we are both people, we, we both subscribe to that notion. Yeah. Or do, or, yeah. I think making it up as you go along is okay for a certain amount of time. Mm. I mean, fucking up at work, the one that springs to mind, as I was saying earlier, radio is one of those things where if you fuck up, people like to clip it up and then upload it to lots of <laughs> websites and then tweet it and then send it to their friends yeah. and go, look how shit this person is at their job. Um, but the one that springs to mind is when... I was covering for somebody else's show, which is always a good time to fuck up because it's on their time. So technically, so it's their fault. You can just walk yeah. away and cover your ears like you've let the grenade explode. Um, but we had a comedian on who decided to tell a story. I said, you know, do your mum and dad watch everything that you do? Which I thought was quite an innocuous question. I thought, how can this go wrong? And um, it was somebody who I'm friends with now, the comedian Tom Rosenthal, and he said, oh yeah, my mum and dad like watch everything. I mean, they've seen me do all sorts like on TV. And he was in the series Plebs, and he said, um, my grandma's watched me lick out a prostitute. <laughs> and you know when you're just life flashes before your eyes, and you're like, it's been such a good time at Radio 1. <laughs> these, these three years were so fun, and just all the happy memories are just flashing before you. And in that moment, you obviously have to decide what to do. And I glanced at the producer, and he just did like the classic fingers across throat motion. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? I can't take him out. I don't have a sniper on the yeah. roof. So I just you have to, to like do one of those BBC like we apologise for what you've said. But you think it could mean kill him, get, kill him. get rid of him, get him End off his life. Um, so yeah. it was just a simple like, thank you so much, Tom. Um, right now this is Calvin Harris. You just like play a track as quick as you can. It's like the quickest gear change. And then when we're in that song, he went, I wasn't supposed to say that, was I? I'm like. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have a debrief about it at yeah. the very least. I feel so. it's going to be on the Daily Mail tomorrow. It's like, yeah. in its individual parts, it's bad. You know, some things, it's like if you'd not just said that one bit, but saying lick out, prostitute and grandma all together, yeah. it's the perfect storm. And you don't think when you send, like, send people to be on live radio, you don't think to say, don't swear, uh, don't say anything that's, you know, offensive. Don't mention Licking oral out sex with a prostitute, prostitute and <laughs> grandparents. <laughs> There's the checklist, away you go. Did you get loads of like tweets about it straight away? Loads of people just texting, which I thought was really funny. Loads of people were like, Mummy, what's lick out a prostitute? Oh, no! <laughs> Sunday morning. Great. Well done. Well done all. Another great show. God. Brilliant. Can you top that, Laura? <laughs> no, I don't think I can. Because I, I, I remember it happening and Alice was like, More the worst thing happened. Because you can't even... Because I'm a goody two-shoes, too. I was... I mean, you're always head girl, but I was head girl at school. Like, it's like president. You I, never, was never, like, I was never head girl. <laughs> no, you never, never relinquished the title. Yeah. I was given head, not head girl. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow. There you Learning go. Learning a lot today. <laughs> so that yeah. was the... Uh, <laughs> this really might, be, this might be where my career is ending. I don't know. This is where it could be going. <laughs> That's today. how I got all the jobs, yeah. That's how I got all the jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't top that. You're That's saying head. You were saying head. Come on. <laughs> I've lost my way entirely. This is like, I mean, I. So wrote, you had a bit of paper there. What's written on that? <laughs> I wrote in my editor's letter about me messing up a work, and mine was just about, you know, 
breaking the photocopier. I, I oh, can't come on. That. I know. <laughs> no, you can't get away with that now. <laughs> Laura, totally Laura's just ruined a career for you there. Come yeah. on, you must have something. <laughs> oh, dear. So, I am going to change the topic. I also um, love, so, yeah. you can leave now. Yeah. <laughs> that was a podcast. Bye-bye. You just almost went to play Calvin Harris. Like, it's, it's totally okay if not, but is there anybody in the audience who would like to submit a subject for us to debate? Everyone's gone very shy and quiet. Obviously, nobody can see because they're listening, yeah. but we're inundated. It's been a stampede. I've got a plan B. It's fine. This is not going to be a work fuck up. So. Anyone? Because I, I always think people do, but they're always like, oh, I don't know I if know. I can put my hand up. No, I get that. Listen, let's just launch into, is it okay to not have a good excuse to get out of something that you just don't want to do? Um, the, we always actually talk about this because... Sometimes you just don't want to go out or you don't want to go for dinner and it's not about you're the person who you're meeting. Sometimes you're just like, I just want to stay in. Or My advice is just get into your 40s. And then when, <laughs> when you say, oh, I'm just really tired, everyone goes, yeah, you look it. Because you always look tired as well. So then, and then everyone just, and they don't want your tired old face there anyway, so it's fine. I'm sure that's wow. yeah. true. Can't wait for yeah. that. Cheers, yeah. Joe. Yeah, cheers, yeah, yeah. cheers for the, cheers oh, for the selling, selling it, yeah. <laughs> Well, I yeah. got a dog, so I feel like that's quite a good excuse. I'm like, I've got to go now. The dog's been at home for hours. Yeah. Um, so that's always uh, like you a good excuse. You also play the boyfriend card where you're like, but, oh. Well, funnily enough, the, the dog is a better excuse than a child, I've found, since I got a dog. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that sounds like classic excuse, though. Got to get back for the dog. Come on. You don't, have a do you, you don't have a dog, so you don't feel comfortable saying that. But I just go like, I like to be in bed by 10. That's my excuse. <laughs> I'm like, I don't go out after dark, like famously. So I think that's, I think if you established it early, I established it from about the age of 14, that I didn't go out. So now you, I'm, I'm laughing at both of you that you didn't get it in early. Like I know, I just, I just don't have the balls, quite frankly. I, I, I remember friends years ago, it was the most liberating thing I ever heard when someone asks Phoebe if she'll go and help them move. And she says, oh, I'd love to, but I don't want to. And, that is, and I just thought, wow, I wish it, you know, that was, that's, that's a fantastic. That is ballsy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The other option is to just do the French exit. So to go, but go for a really ridiculously short amount of time and then just slip out. I'm quite good at that. But if there's a small group of you, you can't really do no, that, can you? There's never a window. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't feel I wouldn't feel confident enough to say to somebody, I'd, "I'm not coming because I don't want to." I'd ra I'd ra I'd rather save face and say, "Oh, I, I'm just yeah," or or just say, "Yeah, I'm coming," and then at the last minute be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm not going to make it." No, but I can't. I feel te I feel way worse about doing that. I feel way worse. And about actually, we hate that at the supper club. We yeah, get really mad about that, yeah. don't we? The last I think I actually have done that to them at the <laughs> supper club. I have so done you it. Did, you did. I did. And it was because of a childcare thing. Oh my God. Oh my God. Childcare. It was true though. The dog's yeah. ill. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh no, that'll be on the April 5th. Yeah. I can't come. Something's happened with the dog. Yeah. Your card's marked, Elvin. Don't you worry about Don't it. Don't you wish anything on my Bella. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoy your meal. Lift the lid. It's Bella. <laughs> Served up, roasted whole. Little oh. little paws up like this. Wouldn't do it to you. Wouldn't do it to you. Oh, oh, poor Bella. But I, I don't. Yeah, I, it's it's a weird one, isn't it? Because you never want to offend or upset someone by saying, "Oh, I know it's your birthday, but I don't want to come." Yeah. But I always mm. presume maybe this is like really. Um, Maybe I've got deep-rooted insecurities, but I always presume when people send out those big invites on a big WhatsApp group or like on Facebook or even just like a general one, I'm like, they don't care if I go. Yeah, I agree they with that. They don't give a shit if I'm there. That's fine. And so I never even think to RSVP. I'm like, A, they don't expect me to go. B, if I was there, they probably wouldn't notice. C, 
oh, I want to watch Love on Netflix. So I, I think we're grumpier about invitations now with things like, you know, the wedding. It's not just the day of the wedding. It's the three-day Hindu, and it's, a, oh, God, am I going to offend you now? Do you know what I mean, though? It's like, it's like I, I can re and, and, you know, my wedding's in Mauritius, and please oh, yeah. spend or 20 Cornwall. grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Cornwall. That's really selfish. Let me say. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Cornwall's No, but no, I, it's, it's... Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah. I think, yeah, because, because events have gotten so big, and I don't know if it's another social media phenomenon where mm. oh, it's my birthday or it's my wedding, so I've got to make it, like, really Instagram mega. Yeah. So then it becomes, it just feels quite exhausting to even get into it. I think you've just got to, just, you've got to get rid of a few friends. I like, I sometimes think, I, that's I, I not where I thought it was I don't going. have many friends. I, I can't let, you know, I've got to sort yeah, of Yeah, because like, that yeah. dog, yeah. you have more yeah. if you yeah. constantly at home with him. <laughs> but it's hard though, because you do, you do sometimes feel that if you're not there at everything, like if you're not there at your friend's birthday, you're going to miss out. And I think because of social media, because of the way the world is now, you do get massive FOMO. It's like, even if the party was really terrible, but the pictures were great and everyone looked like they were having a good time on Instagram, you'd be like, oh, Maybe I should have got out of bed and well, gone I've, to that party. I think Alice and I have got FOGO, fear of going out. Yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. do. I don't yeah. suffer FOMO. I don't... No, I, I think, don't. I think it's because I am a bit of a social recluse. So I feel like, actually, I don't... The, the feeling I have is when I see those pictures on, on Instagram or whatever, I think... God, I'm so glad I stayed in. But I actually do. I think, I think I'm probably the worst kind of invitee as well because I don't want to go, but I'm really offended if you don't invite me. Oh, yeah, me. I'm one of those, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. kind of passag about it. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely call someone out on not getting an invite, but I would totally. never... Yeah, yeah. but I, I, oh, I don't want to go. <laughs> Just invite me. Yeah. yeah. I want to be in demand. Yeah. For sure. I think we're all the worst. We're literally <laughs> the worst. But when people, like, people keep asking you to do things, though, and you always say no, then they just stop asking, though, don't they, I guess? Do you know what I mean? If you've got that friend who's like, do you want to go for dinner? Do you want to go for dinner? Do you want to go for dinner? And then you always like, oh, no, no. And then they probably just stop asking you. So it's probably a good thing. That's why we've got three nearest and dearest. Because yeah. we're phased out. So I think, yeah. So, okay, so, all right, we need to grow up on that one then. So yeah. it's not okay. It's not okay. And that's it. That's the law now that we've decided. Oh, man. That's yeah, it's not okay. That's if it's podcast, gospel, it's gospel. rules. But listen, I, I think our time is up, sadly. Aww. Thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank Go you. And, when is the book out? Tell me when the book's uh, out. It's out to ours. May the 18th. May 18th. Look forward to that. Thank you so much, Laura Aww. Jackson and Alison. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.